0: Hello and welcome to the thirteenth episode of the Pointy Flatcast, I am your host Ducky O'Brien and welcome, thank you so much for listening, I really do appreciate it. Today I just wanted to go over something, something I was thinking about for the future when I might make it and get a little bit bigger and make enough money to not only support myself but to start hiring people. So the thing I wanted to talk about was making your process modular and kind of future-proofing it in that you have a structure in place so that you can do the least amount of work possible and not only that, have it made so that other people can come in easily and can just drop them anywhere in the process of making content and have them help out. So here's one thing that I wanted to go over. Uh, when you're making content, you don't have a lot of time. I'm working about 17 hours straight almost every day. And any, like anything that takes up too much time means that either the quality of my content goes down or I'm spending way more time on it than necessary and other content doesn't get made. So here are some tips some freebies to help you kind of streamline your process so you spend as less time as possible on things that shouldn't be taking up a lot of your time so I'm just gonna give you guys an example and kind of want you guys to abstract what I'm saying here and apply it to whatever you're doing it's a little bit hard to describe it abstractly Um, but yeah, here we go so for YouTube I have a lot of let's play series that I make, guides and whatnot. So, in the process of making videos, you realize that you're repeating a lot of the same stuff. For example, the titling is going to be very similar. The thumbnails are probably going to be similar as well. The tags that you put in, hashtags in the description, and the tags as well for correcting spelling in your video. Uh, The end cards all of that is probably gonna be very similar, so Here's what I used to do when I made videos and I uploaded on YouTube I will look at my previous uploads and kind of like type the same thing have another like two YouTube studio pages up one for the current video that I'm uploading and one for the previous video that I uploaded and I would just copy Manually by typing all that stuff. You know what don't do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> make templates make templates for everything so what I have are basic notepad files that's right they're just text files of any text that I'm gonna repeat and I just copy and paste that into my video so for the titles to make sure that I don't have any spelling errors and second of all to keep everything consistent uh, I have titles that I just copy and paste the description format that I copy and paste the tags that you can copy and paste as well both for the description for hashtagging and for the tags to correct spelling if you do this you save so much time not only that I hate doing tedious stuff because this sort of work that you're doing doesn't really satisfy your desire to create I think it's neato in that you're trying to figure out how the platform works and all of this stuff makes your content more discoverable and you know understanding that seeing your knowledge and experience pay off in the number of impressions going up for your video that's rewarding but after a certain point you just don't want to think about it you just don't want to do it so put all of that into templates have a thumbnail template i use gimp again if you're poor like me you can't afford nice programs dude all you need is to learn basic imaging, image editing and for GIMP. So what I have are multiple layers with the title that I can correct, uh, the general overlay that stays the same, and then you just put the screenshot underneath everything. That's it. You just drag and drop it, and then you can scale the output. So it goes under a megabyte for Twitch and then 1.5, I think, for YouTube. And it's so easy <laughs> it's so easy uh you just drag and drop the screenshot of whatever you want to use as the you want to use as a thumbnail and then edit the title that's it any text that you want and i have different templates like Astroneer is different and sky is different and all of that and all this stuff makes it easy another thing is to kind of okay so, so first of all make templates Uh, Don't repeat unnecessary work if possible. Automate that. Just copy and paste everything. Have a template set up so you can drag and drop things. You're good to go. The less time spent on it, the better. Another thing is to kind of consider all of these steps and kind of modularize them so that other people can come in and complete it for you. So when you get big, I don't like how all of these people who are making millions They don't really spend that money to make more money in a good way and what i mean by that is they're incredibly successful they made something of themselves i think what they should do next well i guess i shouldn't say it i don't know i don't know what lives they're living i don't know what they're doing either anyways what i would want to do next if i were in that position is to create small businesses that are self-sustaining and kind of help to hire people locally and abroad online all over the world because I think the best thing you can do is to create jobs and I think that's the best way to improve uh, the society that you're living in the environment that you're living in the culture whatever it is if you provide someone with a stable job where they're doing something they really like something they believe in and you're giving them a fair wage I think that's going to improve like so many things on so many levels anyways so when you get more money if you get more money you can start hiring people to do things for you so that you can spend your time creating and you know coming up with the big ideas and and all of that so so some things you can do is like when you're hiring people you don't waste money either don't just hire people for the sake of hiring people don't let them do nothing and give them free money that's You're not actually creating a job. You're just creating a charity case there. So what you want to do is for, let's say for the thumbnails, you're going to hire a graphical artist now who's going to do way more better thumbnails than you could ever possibly imagine. I want to get to that point. (laughs) So what you want to do is you want to create a workflow where you got to get your content to the artist and you got to come up with a format where they can kind of get the idea of what your video is about and then make a thumbnail based off of that idea and then give you the thumbnail so when you're working by yourself everything is kind of just there you know you don't really think about it but when you start bringing other people into the mix you gotta make sure that you have open avenues of communication because they cannot read your mind other people cannot read your mind you cannot read theirs you have to communicate very effectively so a couple things I would suggest is you know think about your own thought process and what you're doing and kind of be able to externalize that so that when you start bringing other people aboard you can clearly communicate what you want them to do for you and you know take back their feedback and all of that and kind of improve the final product so if you're making let's say a let's play video you can't expect the artist to watch your entire video. That's a waste of their time. If you're going to pay for, pay them for their time doing that, that's completely fine. So what you have to do now is you got to kind of summarize or like write a write-up of the general feeling or mood that you want to capture and then send them some key screenshots that you think would make a good thumbnail and then the artist can take that and use that as a concept and give you something in return. So... It's a little bit of an added steps there, but basically the thought process that you're going through when you're making a thumbnail, now you're giving the necessary input for someone else to do it. So always be thinking about uh, how you're going about things and how you're going to communicate that to someone else. Another thing, let's say you're making a podcast like I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm making two and you want you some sweet intro music. You know, you got to go talk to that person and be like, this is what my podcast is about. This is the general feeling that I want. This is the mood. And you got to be kind of specific. Like, I want the song to be 10 seconds long. I want it to be 20 seconds long. I want it to be loopable. Whatever your requirements are. Be sure that you're kind of understanding what you want and then write that down so you can clearly communicate that to someone else. And not only that, when you're making a podcast, you just got to leave some opening space for the intro to be dropped into now you can hire an editor to do the editing for you which is what i want because <laughs> right now on our sister podcast the pointy Cast, we are doing 12 days of star wars we are watching all 12 star wars movies and recording podcasts back to back i'm editing all of that that takes like holy cow four hours per episode and i am dying i'm barely getting them out on time But, yeah, it would be nice if I could have an editor. Again, if I were to bring on a board editor, I would have to kind of tell them, hey, what do I want? Not only that, you got to come up with a system where after everyone records their audio files, they got to drop it in, like, a common Dropbox folder, Google Docs, whatever, uh, that the editor has access to. You kind of have to clarify with them, like, what you want. Like, I want 192 kilobits per second, blah, 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 you know, like... And like the editing, you you know, what kind of what level of editing do you want? For me, I take out all the dead space, I take out all the ums, ands, likes, as much as I can, but you know, it's still enough to leave it casual sounding, more more conversational. And you know, I would kind of specify to them, hey, can you normalize the audio for me? All of that. So like all the things that you want, you gotta understand what you're doing, what it is that you want, and and be able to explain that to someone else, just for the future. Not only that, it can be used to help other people who are doing the same thing as you. The the processes, for example, I use a noise gate to block out the sound. I'm not going to tell the editor to do that. I just would, you know, ask them, hey, uh, I want to get rid of the background noise as much as possible. I'm using a noise gate. What do you use? Blah blah blah, all of that. Because if they're professional, they're probably going to know better than me. <laughs> but if they're not professional, then you know, I gotta we guys share and learn together but yeah it's it's a little bit hard to explain or describe but like when i'm when i'm gonna start bringing other people aboard on all the stuff that i'm doing i have to think about how not to waste their time and how to get the best possible product delivered to all the people that are consuming it so yeah it's it's fun it's It's nice in that even if you never bring anyone aboard, making your process, your design process, your content creation process modular and streamlined is beneficial to you as well. You kind of look at what you're doing and you're like, am I wasting time here? How can we save time? Uh, Also, you might not have a lot of time to make content, so if you modularize it, meaning that you break it apart into components you can do one component at a time. For example, you know, I can do um I can do the intro for my podcast first if I only have a few minutes available, and then I can do the editing later, the outro, I can drop it in if I have I mean, I already recorded it myself, so if you recorded it yourself, you have the general idea what your thumbnail you want to be your album art, you can make that first. You can do it out of order, you know? So that helps a lot. Okay. So it's just an overview. The number one thing I think that would help is make templates for everything. Just text files for text. You can make a X, Excel sheet. Whatever it is that floats your boat, whatever you like doing, just do it. But make templates. I use Gimp for everything. I have thumbnail templates for everything that I'm doing. <laughs> it saves the font, the color, the positioning. It's fantastic. I do very little work. I have templates for my podcast, everything. I just copy and text, copy and paste text in bulk, and then I modify what I need to. So again, it helps keep the format consistent. Helps you you did the work once to make sure that it, it looks good, it sounds good, there's no spelling errors, all of that. And so you don't have to double check that for all the text that you copied. It's just the new stuff that you write. Highly recommend it. Alright that's pretty much it for today. Again, I know it's a little bit abstract, uh, a little bit, you got to kind of think about it. It's, It's different because everyone makes different content and their workflow is different as well. So it's just kind of a general idea of cutting out necessary repetitive tasks, making them automated via templates, and then kind of Taking a look at your design flow, your design process, your creation process, and making it modular and a little bit clear in what you're doing or why you're doing things so that when you bring people aboard, you can easily integrate them into the process. You don't want to be a one-man show forever. It won't work. You got to kind of give up on that. (laughs) It's not going to work, guys. I'm spending so much time and I don't have enough time at all, even if I... Never slept. If I got rid of the need to sleep, eat, all of that, I would still not have enough time. You need help. You need to hire other people. And when you do, make sure that you don't waste your time and they're not wasting yours. And that you can, everyone clearly understands what needs to be done. Alright, there you have it. I'm going to end my episode here. It's getting close to christmas so happy christmas merry christmas to those who celebrated crazy kwanzaa happy hanukkah festivus for the rest of us and with that catch you guys next time